Welcome to State of the World. Today we're going to take a look at the recent violence in the Middle East, specifically looking at the um, attacks on U.S. personnel in Iraq, the uh, American retalia retaliatory response, and kind of how we got here and where this may go, and pointing out that none of this is happening in a vacuum, that the Middle East is a very volatile place, multiple wars going on, many of which um, uh, involve the United States, many of which involve Iran, uh, and there's there's many, many players and actors, but we're going to try and focus on today what happened in Iraq uh, on February 15th, and then with the uh, attack on American troops, the um, retaliation by the Amer United States, and then kind of what all is the background. So let's take a look here. So um, first off, why are American soldiers in Iraq? We have several thousand American troops in Iraq. We also have uh, at least several hundred in nearby Syria. Uh, they are there officially uh, and have been since uh, 2014 when President Obama sent uh, the troops back to Iraq to fight against the Islamic State, popularly known uh, as ISIS. So we're in Iraq to help pr protect the Iraqi regime government. It's actually relatively close to a democracy uh, as, as Middle Eastern nations go. Um, but we are there to help protect them from the Islamic State, ISIS. And we're in Syria, uh, ostensibly, originally, against ISIS, but also we're against the Assad regime there, which the U.S. sees as an illegitimate government. And um, the Assad regime in Syria, which has been there for quite a long time, um, is very anti-Israeli. It is uh, allied with Iran, allied with Iran's proxies and satellites, Hezbollah. Uh, they are also fighting against ISIS. They have military support, Russian troops and air airplanes uh, from Russia. Vladimir Putin went all in back in 2014 to assist Assad. And so all this is going on in, in the cockpit of conflict that is the Middle East. So um, let's, again, go look specifically at what happened in Iraq here here in February of 2021 and um, uh, go back to what happened a year ago uh, under the Trump administration. And as you recall, in December of um, 2019, um, Iraqi Shiite militias which are supported by, supplied by, trained by, some say very much controlled by, Iran, uh, launched attacks on American bases, killing American troops. This is back in 2019, early 2020. And so the United States retaliated with airstrikes on the um, Shiite militia uh, bases and camps in both Iraq and Syria. So that kind of tit-for-tat back and forth is fairly common in the Middle East. Uh, but then after the U.S. retaliation on the Shiite militias, the Shiite militias then uh, attacked the United States Embassy in Baghdad, which is heavily fortified. Um, so just on a side here about these uh, militias. So there are many different militias and um, semi-independent and autonomous groups in Iraq. There, the Iraqi government is, is a coalition government involving Kurds, Sunni uh, Muslims, Shiite Muslims, 
and the Shiite militias in the fight against ISIS were made into, you know, they were already pre-existing from the earlier wars. They were um, brought under the umbrella, as it were, of the Iraqi government and military as another arm of Iraq's fight against ISIS. So these militias have a a semi-official function, but they also act very independently, uh, and they also act many, many often, many times at the behest of Iran. So um, we have the siege of the U.S. embassy uh, in Baghdad in early January uh, of 2020. The United States, at the um, orders of President Trump, then assassinated uh, the. Uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guards General Qasem Soleimani as he was visiting Baghdad and in the car with him when it was uh, uh, destroyed by a U.S. drone was also the leader of the Iraqi Shiite militia uh, Abu Mahdi al-Mahandis. So two major figures killed in that one strike. So uh, that was a direct attack on an Iranian uh, figure, an important figure and um need to point out that Soleimani was behind many Iranian and Iranian proxy attacks on Western and Israeli targets over the years. So he's a major guy in the Iranian Revolutionary Guards, major guy in Iran's war on the West and war on Israel, which has been going on for decades now. So in retaliation, again, there's that tit-for-tat thing here again. In retaliation, Iran then launched uh, rocket attacks or missile attacks more specifically on Iraqi bases containing U.S. personnel. Um, that then uh, didn't result in any ca- any fatalities. Uh, over 100 American uh, service men and women on those bases were injured, um, primarily with traumatic brain injuries, uh, i.e. concussions and similar injuries. Um, but there were no fatalities. So at that point, the U.S. did not retaliate back. So Iran continually has been saying, especially as we approach the anniversary here in uh, early 2021, that they still plan on and intend to take revenge on the United States for the death of Soleimani. So there's that in the background. So then this year, 2021, on February 15th, relatively unknown Iraqi Shiite militias launched rocket attacks on bases in Iraq that contain U.S. personnel. Again, these American troops are there to support the Iraqi uh, military and government in the ongoing fight against ISIS. And regardless of what uh, any American president has said, that war is still ongoing against the uh, against ISIS. So, in that attack... One U.S. contractor was killed, not an American citizen, but uh, employed by the United States as a contractor. Uh, at least one American service member was wounded. Uh, various um, Iraqis were wounded as well. And we ended up with um, another situation here. And remember, we've had the change of administrations. Joe Biden became president on January 20th. And so this is the first major challenge by a foreign power um, to the United States under the Biden administration. Let's not make any uh, excuses here. The Iraqi Shiite militias are working with and for Iran. An attack by them 
is really happening with Iran's blessing. Okay. So let's make no question. This was a challenge by Iran. Now, they're using their Iranian, the Iraqi Shiite proxies as a kind of an end around. It's like, we're not going to attack directly, but we will send a message to the Americans, to the new president that we're still here. And so everyone's kind of looking to see what's, what will Joe Biden do? So Joe Biden, uh, they, and, and the Pentagon stated clearly, we're going to make sure we know what we're doing. We're going to investigate. We're going to plan. And so then on February 25th, uh, U.S. conducted airstrikes on uh, these Shiite militias at their bases in eastern Syria, very, very close to the, the Iraqi border. Basically, it's a border crossing. And so um, uh, initial reports show that this was an attack on the, on the militia's infrastructure, uh, destroying stuff. But then some later reports indicate that up to 17 militia members uh, were killed. So um, blood has been drawn on both sides here. There, um, no publicly known, uh, further attacks by, uh, the, these militias or, uh, Iran, uh, in retaliation to our retaliation. But, uh, keep in mind, none of this is happening in a vacuum. There's a lot going on in the Middle East. We still have the fighting in Syria. Israel is still, um, as they have been for years now, uh, launching occasional drone, missile, and or aircraft attacks against Hezbollah, against Syrian government positions in Syria. Um, again, they are in a proxy war with Iran, and they have no bones about it. Um, Saudi Arabia is involved in a proxy war against Iran. Saudi Arabia has been involved for several years now in the uh, Yem- Yemeni civil war. Yemen is the country to the south of Saudi Arabia. Civil war there, the Shiite minority in northern Iraq, uh, Yemen, excuse me, has been fighting against the um, established Yemeni government, which is being supported by Saudi Arabia and others, including the United States, for several years. So the Iran supports these healthy um, Yemeni forces, which are Shiite. And Iran, of course, if I had mentioned earlier, is a the predominant Shiite Muslim nation in the world. Um, and so we have this ongoing war in Yemen. And um, not long after taking office, Joe Biden, his administration, they took the Houthis off the uh, U.S. terrorism list. So the list of official entities that we say are terrorists. Also, Joe Biden officially ended American support for um, Saudi Arabia's war in the Yemen. We've been involved um, as a supporter Um and there have been earlier clashes in the early part of Trump's administration when the Houthis uh, fired at American ships. We retaliated. Kind of nothing else happened in that regard. America still command, does commando attacks in Yemen, mostly uh, on against Al-Qaeda and ISIS targets. Um, we stayed out of the direct, direct conflict of the um, Houthi-Saudi war. Um, but the Houthis, with the aid and assistance of Iran have been launching drone attacks, missile attacks, rocket attacks on Saudi Arabian cities, Saudi Arabian oil facilities. And some of those uh, attacks on the facilities have supposedly been coming from Iran and or from um, Shiite-controlled areas of Iraq. Um, again, there's nothing, none of this is happening in a vacuum. La- uh, earlier this week, 
there's an attack on an Israeli cargo ship in the Persian Gulf. Israel is blaming Iran. The ship was not sunk. It has some holes in it, but it, it made it to port. And reports are that this was an attack by the Iranians. We're still waiting to get, see if there's more information on that and or confirmation. Israel and Iran, a lot of tension there. And then, again, none of this is in a vacuum. Today, on February 28th, 2021, Iran rejected the offer of direct talks with the United States on the ongoing issue of Iranian nuclear weapons. Iran is developing their nuclear program. It's been under attack by, uh, through, by cyber warfare from the Israeli and or American side, most likely in conjunction. Um, Israel has been making, uh, attacks on Iranian infrastructure, uh, the assassination of Iranian nuclear scientists. Um, of course, Israel denies all this, but Iran blames Israel and it's most likely is accurate. So again, these conflicts in Iraq that involve the United States and Iran are part of a larger ongoing proxy war between uh, Iran on the one side and Israel and the United States on the other. And in between, we have the the Yemenis, the Iraqis. Um, We have various other ships in the Persian Gulf have come under Iranian attack, um, either um, outwardly or um, attacks that everyone is blaming on Iran, but they're denying. So what happens next? Well, who knows? Um, Iran is still saying they want the revenge for what happened with to Soleimani and uh, lobbing missiles at American bases in Iraq uh, apparently does not constitute their, their idea of re- revenge. So we're going to be watching this issue as it comes, as things keep going. And we will be reporting to you on what happens and our analysis. So just remember, none of this happens just because it happens. There's always background, there's history. And we have other issues going on. So it's all, in our mind, it really is connected. And Iran is uh, uh, very much in conflict with these other countries. Oh, and by the way, I almost, almost forgot. We have the ongoing problem of, or issue of, the um, killing of the Saudi journalist Khashoggi happened um, uh, last year. And the uh, uh, a very important member of the Saudi government um, has been implicated in that. So, again, the Biden administration is um, ramping up pressure on Saudi Arabia to uh, be a responsible actor in, in, in the area as well. And, again, if we're looking at what is best policy for the United States... We need to support democracies. We need to oppose authoritarian regimes. The um, challenge, though, is that we are allied to one of the most authoritarian regimes in the Middle East, which is the Saudi government. Um, as long as we are dependent on uh, the petroleum products and the rest of the Western world, Europe and Japan in particular, are dependent on Persian Gulf and Saudi oil, uh, we are connected to the Saudis, whether we like it or not. I think Biden is correct in trying to apply pressure on the Saudi government to uh, stop doing this uh, authoritarian, totalitarian type dictatorial 
uh, killing off of uh, uh, political opponents, but we also just can't cut them off because we have the problem of Iran. And if we um, go too far in our analysis, if we go too far in cutting Saudi Arabia off from American support, where are they going to go? They're in a death struggle, death match with the Iranians. And who will they go to? They could go to Israel, but that could cause problems with uh, the rest of the Muslim world. Plus, Israel is powerful, but relatively, they have their own limitations. They need a su- Saudi Arabia needs a superpower in their corner. They could potentially go to Russia. Probably less likely because Russia is now supporting the Assad government, which Saudi Arabia is, is uh, in conflict with as well. Then there's China. China is using her money. Uh, as a soft power influence around the world. Um, China is establishing military bases. Um, they are, uh, have a stake in a Pakistani military, uh, naval base in the Indian Ocean. They have a military base in the African country of Djibouti, which is very close to one of our bases, which by the way is right across the Persian Gulf, or excuse me, the uh, Red Sea. And the, um, uh, from Yemen. And so if we cut off at aid to Saudi Arabia in the face of all this stuff going on with Iran, what will the Saudis do? So Joe Biden and the United States need to very carefully get through this issue and, and, um, try to hold the Saudi government accountable, hold the Iranians accountable for all the violence that they're doing while at the same time not driving our Saudi allies into the arms of the Chinese or the Russians. It's a delicate balancing act. And so, while also potentially avoiding a full-scale war with Iran, which if we have this back-and-forth shooting and, and missiles and whatnot going back and forth, it could easily happen. And then there's the issue of the whole Iran and the nuclear weapons. Israel's very worried. The U.S. is worried. The Saudis are worried. This is an explosive situation. We will continue to monitor it. So that is our report for today. Uh, we hope you have found it illuminating, informative. And um, again, please subscribe to our newsletter at uh, stateoftheworld.substack.com and also uh, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of the day. This is uh, State of the World reporting. God bless. Goodbye.